You're listening to a Leisure Moment podcast with your host, Deetra Helvey, who's always ready to have a casual conversation about her love for literature. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that remembers those high school years. You know the ones where finding the right table to sit at during lunch was crucial. Or simply staying grounded and connected with friends that were true and really there for you was of great importance. In podcast episode number 34, Kristen and I talk about her inspiration of her current novels and the inspiration that guided her path in the world of writing. My coffee of choice at this moment, a caramel latte. Grab your favorite and enjoy this casual conversation with Kristen Lindsay Hager, author of Best Friends Forever. Enjoy. Hello, Kristen. Hi, Deetra. How are you? I am doing great. How are you? Good. I'm doing very well, thanks. Did you get my last Facebook post? Do you have your coffee, hot tea, or um, soda, or whatever you like to drink ready? I have my bottle of water right here. Oh, wonderful. I told my husband, <laughs> I'm I, ready. I said, I think I'm going to start something different. I think I'm going to try to have, because um, I love coffee. I'm just going to, mm-hmm. you know, have that ready because this is a casual conversation. And what do we do when we just have a casual chat? We enjoy um, whatever we like to drink. And for me, it's coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Caramel yeah. latte or tonight. Yeah. Or hot chocolate is good, too. Oh, yes. Chocolate is very, very yummy. Well, a leisure moment. We are so excited to be able to chat with you tonight, Um, not only about your debut novel, True Colors, but just to kind of get to know you as an author and as a journalist um, and just let our readers know about um, True Colors and what it's all about. And I'm sure you're ready to tell us a little bit about Landry in a bit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, as I, as I was looking at um, your website and um, your blog, you are a busy lady. Um, tell us a little bit about being a journalist. It seems, it appears that you've, you've done a lot of writing, essays, um, articles. I especially love the, the one that mentioned um, country comfort, holiday cookbook, slow, slow cooker favorites. I mean, you have an array for every reader. <laughs> Well, I started out in journalism when I was in college. You know, they have you take those assessment tests to see what you're best in, and they kept encouraging me to go into journalism, probably because it's such a long shot to try to become an author. Um, So I ended up going to the communications department, which I loved. I went to the University of Michigan Flint, and I started writing for the newspaper. I did um, TV internships. And that's kind of how I got into the journalism. And what I really loved about journalism is every day it was a new story. You're meeting new people, new experiences. Um, You know, one day maybe you're talking to a politician who cares really deeply about the area that they're in. Um, The next day, maybe you have an assignment for a local person who on paper, maybe basically, let's be honest, None of the other reporters were interested in the story and me being, you know, young and new, they gave it to me, you know, still in college. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had so much fun meeting these people. And, you know, the more you talk to people, the more you learn their real story, their background. 
Right. Yes. And I would come, mm-hmm. I would learn so much from these people, their backgrounds and stuff. So I really enjoyed that. And um, actually, some of the people that I met, I ended up using in essays and stuff because their stories inspired me. You know, you, you go to interview somebody about the opening of the store and they confide in you about what they had to go through to make that journey, like through sickness or, um, you know, one woman went through years of abuse and things, and she was able to overcome it and wanted to be a role model for other young women going through the same situation. So it was really inspiring to get to meet people from different walks of life that normally you wouldn't run into or get to know in that way because people, you know, put walls up. And as a journalist, people are more open to talk to you sometimes. Not mm-hmm, always, but mm-hmm. sometimes. So, and from there on... Um, you know, I did humor essays, and I got involved with the cookbooks. Wow. And writing mm-hmm. little stories. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, I used my grandmother's recipes for two, and I talk about, like, what she cooks and things like that, and Christmas memories with my grandparents. And that just um, gave you a lot of inspiration for that writing piece as well. I think we um, write about write about what we know sometimes and what's familiar to us. Um, and a small world too, Kristen, because I was just um, at the University of Michigan, probably back in, I think it was March or April, um, we were doing some recruiting um, for educators and just a, a, a beautiful, a beautiful campus. And when I saw that you were a journalist, I thought to myself, well, I need to get my son who is going <laughs> to college, wants to be a journalist. So maybe I need to get him to interview Kristen. But uh, you know how kids are. He's getting ready to go back to college. And sometimes those are not the top priority things on their mind <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Yeah, well, those couple weeks before you go back to school are very hectic. Yes, yes, they, yes, they are. Um, so you are a book lover, a shopper, and we know you're an author. But um, so you're a big shopper. Oh yes, yes, I do love my shopping. <laughs> and I noticed that you also love to just visit any any bookstore, and I'm kind of the same way. There's just something about going into the bookstore picking up the book, feeling it, touching it, reading the back cover, just examining um, the front cover that you just really can't get when you're holding your Kindle sometimes. Yes, I love going to the bookstore because you always find a book that you wouldn't have found just browsing on the internet. There's always, you know, a display or, or then those coincidental moments when you go to pick up one book and you see a cover right next to the one you wanted and Mm -hmm. it kind of intrigues you when you end up coming out of the bookstore with instead of one book, five to (laughs) 10. Yeah, I find myself doing that as well. If I go in and I see something, it's like, I really thought I was up on all the books that were coming out. And then, you know, all of a sudden you you spot one that you just had no idea was out there. So let's kind of shift a little bit into your debut novel, True Colors. Um, And I tell you, when I looked at the summary of True Colors, I kind of thought back to my High school years, middle school years, <laughs> just a tad bit. Um, try to, you know, oh, yeah. I always make some connections when I'm when I'm reading things. And I thought, okay, modeling. Tell us a little bit about True Colors before we talk about the process um, of where you were with the idea and where you are today. Tell us a little bit about True Colors. Okay. Well, my character, Landry Albright, she's an eighth grader. 
And she really just wants to be one of those interesting girls at school, the girls that always have exciting things happen to them. And she's a little bit on the shy, reserved side, a bit of an introvert. So she's kind of caught between wanting to stand out but also wanting to fit in. And her two best friends really want her to try out for the teen reality show, this modeling competition that's on TV called American Ingenue. And she goes to try out with them, and she makes it to the next round, but they don't. And pretty much they unfriend her Monday morning at school, and she has to go through trying to make new friends. And sometimes, especially at that age, you get so caught up in your own group that when you do have to go outside of it to make new friends, it's very difficult. It takes you out of your comfort zone. So she gets caught up between wanting to be herself, but also conforming to her new friends, what they want her to be. And along the way, she learns what modeling is really like, which is nowhere near as glamorous as she sees, and how to deal with frenemies. She has a new crush during this time, and she learns about true friendship, the friends that do you who you really are, and that's why they like you. They don't expect Mm -hmm. you to conform to what they want. Well, I really think that coming from a middle-level background myself and working with middle, middle school students, this is definitely a topic that kids, students, um, all those who love young adult uh, romance fiction will really be able to connect to as well. Because this is a topic. Tell me what inspiration, any anything that occurred with you growing up or what kind of inspired oh. you to write True Colors? Oh, definitely. The um, original idea of the cohesive group of friends came when I was in the sixth grade because I was a huge reader. Um, Once a month, I would go to the bookstore with my parents and I would get all the series books. And all of them dealt with those really tight cliques and those really great friends like the Babysitter's Club, you know. Mm -hmm. Those girls had each other's backs. There was no infighting or jealousy, really. Right. you know, like the Sweet Valley Twins, those mm-hmm. kind of books, junior high. And I used to read those books and think, well, I don't have this. You know, I have nice friends, but, you know, we argue. And there are times when, you know, you have those little, you know, grade school fights on the playground where so-and-so is not talking to so-and-so and you don't know why. Um, and I kept thinking, oh, you know, I really wanted that. And around that time, and they still do this, a lot of the um, girl bands and girl groups, they show the, the women in the groups as, these big best friends, you know, Justin's child. And at that time, I saw a cover of the Bangles with the four women. And um, the way they were posting everything, I thought, I wonder what they were like at my age. And this was in sixth grade, I was thinking this. And so I started writing a little story then about what they would have been like, um, you know, as preteens and 13, 14 years old. And as I was writing that years later, I was in a college class. I was doing... Um, an independent study and we were working on writing and it was suggested I do YA and um, one of the professors said um, something about a quote that you should write the book that you mm-hmm. want to read and I started thinking what am I, you know, what would I want to read and I immediately thought back to that idea about that close bond but instead of how I wrote it when I was a kid where they were all best friends and it was so you know jealousy or arguments I wrote it from how I was feeling at that mm-hmm. age thinking everyone around me had those kind of friendships and I was the only one that didn't completely fit in that way. So that's kind of how it came about. 
I like the quote that your professor gave you. You should write the book you want to read. And that just fits perfectly with the inspiration that you mentioned for True Colors. Now, right. um, just saw your your trailer um, a little while a while back. And it was featured in USA Today. So we'll be sure to make sure that we um, give a direct link to USA Today. But tell us about the trailer. Um, did you make the trailer? Was it a fan trailer? Um, because it gives you a great summary and a, and a great um, um, glimpse of true colors. It really makes you want to read it. Yes, videos by Odessa Opal Campbell, she's also a writer, um, makes book trailers, and I've seen several she had done and really liked them and um, approached her about doing one for me, and it was really fun because we had, at that time, had the cover, and I got to pick out, you know, the pictures of what some of the other characters who weren't on the cover looked like, um, and I really enjoyed the way she did the music because I wanted kind of poppy runway music. And it reminds me of being old 90210 theme song. Oh, yes. I remember 90210. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that. And I like at the end how she has like the runway lights around it. Um, it was very fun because I've never thought about doing a book trailer. And it really makes sense. You have movie trailers that introduce what the movie's going to be about, commercials for TV shows. So it was exciting to do this and kind of give people an idea of what the book's about. And um, and I like the pictures, too. You know, she gave me some to pick from, like, um, the crush and the story of Bloody Yagoon. And I had to, you know, pick what I pictured Bloody looking like. But mm-hmm. I have a, um, a Pinterest board. Um, it's actually on my website of what I picture the characters looking like in my mind. Mm-hmm. So if the reader wants to see what I'm thinking as I write mm-hmm. the story, who Landry looks like, who... Ashanti or Thalia um, or any of the girls look like you can go and kind of get an idea because I always like that when writers you know give me an idea of what the setting looks like Mm, yes I do too I do too and I tell you Kristen um, social media is just really powerful you talked about Pinterest now I have not um, jumped on the the Pinterest bandwagon yet, but everybody else I know has. <laughs> and it is just a powerful piece because you can really just um, get connected with so many things. So we'll make sure that we have the link to that that piece as well. Um, and just just looking at book trailers today, you know, when I was in middle school, there was no such thing as a book trailer. And you're right. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very enticing um, piece for readers to be able to kind of get a glimpse. And how many times, you know, do we have our um, our electronic devices in our hands and we're just, you know, flipping through and looking for things and um, come across great things like book trailers that tell us about great yeah. books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I tell you, let me um, I always have my Kindle on me at all times. I mean, and I won't, I will pull it out whenever I need to pull it out. If I feel like there's a moment where I need to start reading, I'll pull it out. You have a little, I believe a little notebook that you keep on you at all times. Tell us a little bit more about that little notebook. I, I, well, I'm obsessed with cute, tiny notebooks. So if I go into a store, I could go into a lawn care store, and if they have cute little notebooks, even one notebook on a rack, I will find it in that store. 
Um, I love carrying a little, something cute because it kind of inspires you. But I always carry one. So if I get any idea, even if it's just a line of dialogue or a setting, or sometimes I see somebody wearing an outfit and I think, oh, that looks like Devin. Mm-hmm. Um, or I could see, you know, a Shanti wearing that. And I'll, you know, make a little note of it. So I have quite a few of them. I go through them fast. My family now knows every holiday or to always buy me a little notebook or a little journal as part of my gift. Um, and I always carry one. I actually have one right next to my bed um, uh-huh. with a pen just in case before I fall asleep, I get inspiration. Now, I will admit you really cannot read my handwriting in those. <laughs> <laughs> but the one in my purse, you can pretty much make out the handwriting in those. But um, inspiration can hit you at the craziest yes. times. Um, you can be sitting in a waiting room. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day I was at a, a meeting at a bookstore and these two girls walked by and I thought, that is Peyton. That is, you know, Hannah. <laughs> that is, you know, Devin walking together. And I, my first inclination was, I really want to take a photograph <laughs> with my phone, but I knew I couldn't do that. So I started writing a description and it just, it really scared me. But every once in a while you hear a line and you think, Oh, you know, I know thought that hell you would totally say that, and you know, you just kind of jot it down. Um, mm. You're that st- sort of thing. You, I'm, I'm going to have to admit, though, you, you're just you're really sticking to it. You are very sweet because I probably would have gotten the iPhone out and probably would have <laughs> pretend that I was taking a picture of the poster behind them. <laughs> <laughs> and see, <laughs> and I'm glad that you described the notebook because, um, in my eyes, I was just visualizing just maybe like a um, back to school marble, you know, the non spiral type notebook. But you're talking about something that's very unique um, that you can keep with you because how many times have I? you know, awaken to a great dream and I want to tell somebody about it and I can't really, you know, remember, remember mm-hmm. it the next day. So yeah. Great way to I keep always, up with those memories. I always have right before I fall asleep, a scene will come perfectly and I have to decide, okay, I'm almost like in that semi-sleep state. Do I want to just continue to go to sleep <laughs> I want to get out and write this stuff, knowing that it'll probably be another hour before I fall asleep. I have to make that decision. And I've always talked about that with friends. And um, there was a thing on Pinterest, this little picture of this character mm-hmm. and trying to sleep. And it said, think all the thoughts above his head. And I've had so many people send that to me. And that is me at night. You know, all through the day, you know, you go through and maybe you don't have any ideas. But at night, everything comes to you. It's exactly mm-hmm. like that. Think all the thoughts, you yes, know, can't yes. fall asleep. Well, I'll have to say to our listeners and readers out there, if you haven't gotten a copy of True Colors, now is the time to find out all about Landry um, and her uh, modeling tryouts. And we're going to make sure that we put all the links that we've discussed Um Uh, when our podcast goes live. And Kristen, it has just been a pleasure having a casual conversation. Um, I want you to know, I wish I could show you this, but I've already drank at least 75% of my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) It was so great talking with you. Um, And maybe with your next book, we can chat again, because I'm sure another one will be coming. Do you you have any thoughts of one? 
Anything? Yes, I'm working on the sequel to Two Colors now. Wonderful, okay. wonderful. Well, I hope you have a lovely evening, and thank you so much for having a casual conversation with the Leisure Moment. Well, thank you for having me on. I enjoy listening to your program, and I'm thrilled to be on it. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. You take care. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. We want to thank all our listeners again. Check us out at AleisureMoment.com. You can like us on Facebook and Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. And check out our new YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up. Have a good one.